the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Welcome back to this week's Click and Go Travel Podcast. Paul and I have Kathleen from our marketing team on today. As Paul and I don't have any kids, we've called on the expert. Welcome. Yeah, we, kind of, <laughs> we kind of felt best, you know. We, we, we know all about how to price and promote and, and, and do the product selection with the product team for families, but uh, not having the kids is a bit of a disadvantage. So we need somebody who can who can handle that. Yeah. I'm expert very happy mommy. to assist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mommy traveler ex- extraordinaire. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> so tell us about your um, family holiday. It was your first family holiday, was it? It was. So we went in October, just there, what, three months ago. Um, it was our first family holiday ever. Um, wow. I had, my husband and I had two two babies in the pandemic. Um, so we had Owen, he's two and a half when we travelled. And Ava was 11 months when we travelled in October. So she was almost one. And we decided to brave the airports and what we assumed would be chaos, but was not chaos and is not chaos. We went on a brilliant family holiday to Lanzarote. It was amazing. Oh, great. And how long did you go for? So we went for 10 nights. Um, okay. You know, being Lanzarote is our favourite destination. And pre-pandemic, Paddy and I went every single year without fail. Um, even though we went to lots of other places too, we just always go back to Lanzarote. We adore it. So with the kids, especially because they were both under two, that we needed somewhere we knew well. I know it's a four-hour flight, but I have lots of tips on that. Um, <laughs> but we wanted to go somewhere where we'd know it really, really well. And the 10 nights was perfect, especially traveling when they were so small. Yeah. Um, it just meant we had a bit of extra time there that we weren't just kind of getting into routine and then coming home, you know, that way. Okay. Yeah. So the flight duration didn't put you off. It was more the fact that you wanted to be somewhere where you were familiar with and, and, and you knew and you liked Exactly, because so many people when we were planning our holiday and when we booked our holiday were saying, are you mad going all the <laughs> way to Lanzarote with two babies? And I was like, I'm not mad at all um, because well, we've lots of things we can do to entertain them on the aircraft. But when you and we got there that we'd have a really good time. We knew the lay of the land and we knew where everything was. Mm. Um, so we knew where, you know, the shops were, the restaurants we liked, you know, the beach was nearby. We just know, we know Lanzarote yeah. so well. And it's such a perfect first holiday destination as well. Just ticked every box. It really and as did. Well, like um, from, a, from a travel journey time point of view, you could be booking a short flight, but you could be looking at a 45 minute or one hour transfer in the Algarve or That's in Mallorca. And you know, in October, you want to be sure you're going to have some nice weather. You don't want to be roasted, especially with young children. But you have a very short transfer in Lanzarote. That was it. And to be honest, so with our flights, we we kind of we planned the flights, the times of our flights really well. Um, we didn't just book the cheapest one. We, we actually tried to pick the ones that would work around our kids' sleep schedule. And I think that got our holiday off on the right start yeah. because we picked we picked the flight out of Dublin uh, with Aer Lingus. Um, I think we, we flew in like half seven, eight o'clock in the morning, um, which was an early start. And I appreciate yeah. that. Like we left our house kind of three, four a.m. But it meant the kids were tired and they were quiet enough on the plane. They were great. <laughs> okay. I had no tantrums on the way out. It was brilliant. Um, but as you said, when we arrived in Lanzarote, we were five minutes from the airport because we stayed in Matagorda and it was such a quick transfer. And we booked our transfers with our package um, and they had the car seats then included in it as of well. Course. So that was another weight off my mind yeah. um, that we just knew someone would be there waiting for us um, with car seats. Um, and that was a first for us too. Yeah. But it just made everything really easy. Brilliant. Yeah. 
there is so much to consider. Like, you oh know, like we don't think about if we're traveling no. as adults. No. And like, I've always been such a seasoned traveler, always gone pre-kids, couple of times a year, never thought about it. You know, just hop on the plane, off you go. Oh my God, the amount of planning <laughs> that this trip took. But it was worth it. Like we really, the flights was really my main worry and my main concern because you just hear people are always kind of negative about it. I found the fact that it was four hours and stuff and I just wasn't buying into it. Hmm. I'm like, it's four hours out of nearly two weeks. Like we're going to be grand. Yeah. Um, but we prepared well for it. And that came down to more than just the the times that we booked. So as I mentioned, we flew out early in the morning on the way out and coming home, we booked a lunchtime flight back. So we left Lanzarote about one o'clock of the day, landed in Dublin for half five. So the kids had a nap on the plane on the way home and we were back in our home in, in County Kildare for bedtime, which was yeah, great. Yeah. But like we, we, we were very particular about what we would bring on board. And I think that's made it easier for us as a family. Um, like if anyone was traveling with young kids or kids in general, I, I'd highly recommend kind of really planning out like the backpack situation and your hand luggage for coming onto the aircraft because that made a massive difference to our experience. Like we we flew out, um, before we flew out, I had packed um, essentially four bags to bring on board. Sounds a lot. Um, <laughs> I had two backpacks. One backpack was like all your nappies, um, wipes, water, all those mm. stuff for the little ones. Um, the everyday kind of things that you know you're going to need on the journey. The second one then was the fun bag, I called it. And that had the snacks, the goodies, the real goodies for when they were needed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, toys and stuff and books they'd never seen before. Um, okay. So they were our two they were our two backpacks and so we knew okay we really need a bottle right now or we really need a new toy we knew which backpack to go to there was no messing um and then i had a little tiny handbag crossbody for myself so i minded the passports and the travel documents so they were easy at hand no rooting through backpacks or anything mm. i had them on the front of me and then we had our little wheelie case on board as well um ava our our one-year-old she was still on formula milk at the time so i didn't want to put that in our checked in bag so we had that in the little mini suitcase we brought on board um, along with spare clothes for the kids and ourselves, just in case. <laughs> yeah, good perfect. Thinking. Good planning. Yeah. Military yeah. precision, I have yeah. to say. Military. <laughs> but you know what? It made everything so easy because you they can get so flustered being quite young and like, more so in the airport before we boarded our flight on the way out. They were a little bit flustered. They were tired. They didn't know what was going on. Obviously, there was a lot going on around them, but we yeah. had everything we needed. We knew exactly what bag to go to. There was no kind of thinking where are we going to stand or whatever it was it worked really well really well and then like seats like obviously you decided okay I'm going to pre-book seats because yes yeah yeah um so seat allocation was going to be important for us so Ava was going to be on our laps because she was under two oh, and course. then Owen Owen would have his own seat so we we really wanted the most space we could get so we flew Aer Lingus and we booked um the front row seats um and we were happy to pay the very small amount of money it cost to mm. sit in those seats um on our journey and it made a huge difference one we boarded the aircraft um first secondly we had that little bit of floor space um between ourselves and where the crew kind of did their bits and bobs but also it just meant we could move them around. One could sit on the floor. The other one could be in the extra seat that we had that was Owen's. It just meant ease. And when we arrived in Lanzarote, we like we didn't know if they were going to have tantrums on the aircraft, which they didn't, thankfully, on the way out. Um, we got off the plane first. We were straight out, you know, no messing. Um, it was oh, brilliant. Course. Yeah, yeah really, yeah, yeah. really recommend it for families. Um, if you do have kids or small kids, especially, just that little bit of room was brilliant. But also as well, another thing I loved about them was 
Owen had so much to look at. So he's two and a half. He's never done this before. Like it's distraction is key for him for four hours. Keeping him in the one spot isn't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crew were amazing and he loved watching them working in the galley area. And, you know, when we first got on the aircraft, he was a little bit nervous and there was a really lovely cabin crew member and she took him to the front just behind the other side of the barrier in front of me <laughs> and he greeted the entire aircraft the entire aircraft oh, she held him as she said hello to everybody coming on and he loved it um, and that came from sitting up the front it was great <laughs> wow. wow yeah so I really recommend it like it was only I think 20 euro maybe each way a seat extra per person I, I, it changes depending on the, the route as far as yeah. I know but it was it was completely worth it for us 100% okay really good to know very good and what other tips do you have for families traveling with children so I think another thing that really helped us have a really great time um, was the accommodation that we chose so my kids are still both they're very small they, they nap um, and nap schedules are important to us so we went for um, an accommodation choice that meant we had a lot of room when we got to resort um, so we booked into the Costa Sal um, apartments in Matagorda which I know from work are really popular yeah, but I'd actually never stayed in yeah, 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 yeah and I'd never stayed there my parents stayed there and I heard from the guys in the office they were amazing and there were like two minute walk to the beach I was like I'm going to give these a go so we had a two bedroom bungalow in those apartments and oh my god like my kids just adjusted to it straight away <laughs> it's like they've been on holidays all their lives <laughs> but I think the space that they had made that difference yes. it was it was just in a beautiful apartment we had two bedrooms so we could separate them for their naps so if one stirred they wouldn't wake the other we just had so much room and we had our own little kind of garden out the front for them um, that used to shade in the afternoon with like AstroTurf it was perfection and I think that really made our holiday really good so we really considered our options for accommodation um, like I would have always stayed in Porto del Carmen before and there's fab hotels and apartments in Porto del Carmen but for us with needing a double buggy lots of room on the flat Costa Sal was amazing we're actually going back there again this year oh, <laughs> brilliant oh, very good. Yeah, we've booked it again <laughs> oh, that, that, that speaks volumes like because it is our top selling property and it's top selling across so many different age groups um, and yeah. to hear it really works, you know, for for young families is brilliant. Like it is so it well run. The staff are great. Costa Sal is close to the airport. It's in Matagorda. Um, it ticks all the boxes. It was amazing. We really loved it. And we were right beside a pool as well. So we were kind of around a little corner from it. But it meant as well that one, we could easily get in and out if they were fussing or, you know, Mm. it got too warm. But it also gave Paddy and I an opportunity to have time, one, like by ourselves, like alone time and not be miles away if the other one needed our assistance. And I think when you're traveling with small kids or families in general, I was really worried that, you know, we wouldn't have a chance to just breathe (laughs) Um, and relax in the sun and read a book because that's what I love about holidays. And, you know, it's important that we get to enjoy that too. And um, so we did that every day. We made time for ourselves to just potter out and it was it was great knowing that he was literally just around the corner. It was just such a brilliant place to say. Um, it, it just did everything that we needed it to do. And, you know, there was a lovely restaurant and stuff on site, and two pools. We were down on the lower level pool um, and it was just everything. It was amazing. Yeah. Wow. And the kids loved it. 
loved it had the best time <laughs> ever like they were so good and I think as well like I just didn't know how they'd go and you know one of them's in the terrible twos like <laughs> if any mammies are listening to this I'm sure you're sending me condolences to <laughs> the fact that I'm living that right now but you know what I had no tantrums on the holiday like we had people coming up to us in restaurants like we were nervous eating out that they'd be given out or you know and they're really happy kids thank god and they're great but they do have their moments and people were coming up to a stranger and saying oh like they're a credit to you they're so good you know you see babies uh, it was really nice because it happened a lot and like you'd be like oh you see babies and you're thinking oh my dinner's going to be ruined but it wasn't your kids were so good (laughs) but but I I think I know this is a you know a a podcast about top tips for traveling with kids but like when I'm traveling one of the things I do is I check where the kids clubs are and then I pick somewhere else because <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want the kids around me but, but they you know sound what, like though, great I, I kind of but I kind of get that though Paul because I'm not really at the minute anyway and that will change I'm sure when they're older but I'm not really into that either I can't cope with the noise <laughs> I love my kids but you know just two of them is fine <laughs> but like, uh, no I think this was the first time like looking back it looks like you know, you took the time to do the research and and that's what made it all much easier in terms of the flights, the transfers, the accommodation, the prep for the flights, the flight times, the seating, the, the accommodation choice. Like, would you be saying because of the age of the kids that it was handier for you to have that more space, the, the apartment type option? Having Like, even if you weren't cooking in the apartment, at least you had a fridge and you had somewhere you could store stuff as against a hotel room. That's it. And to be honest, that was a huge thing for us. Like we didn't cook a lot in our apartment. Um, We had a full kitchen in it, which was brilliant, but we didn't cook a lot. But we needed our fridge um, and we needed the simple things like microwaves and stuff because of snacks. Because at the age my two were at, like I didn't know how they were going to eat in Lanzarote at all. Um, And they did really well. Like we didn't do a lot of cooking. We'd make porridge more so in the morning. you know, before kind of going out about our day. But otherwise, everything we did, we ate out as much as we could because we were away. We were on holiday yeah. and it's great value there for families. And we were able to do that, thankfully. Um, so the kitchen didn't get used much. The last thing yeah. you want to do on your holidays is, is swap one kitchen for another. But That's handy it. to have it there for exactly what great. you're saying. For the fridge, for the microwave. And, you know, and when we did go out for meals, um, we if the kids didn't finish their portions, like we did ask for them to be doggy bags. We could bring them home and heat them up the next day. And, mm. you know, so we, we were very, very flexible about that. And also as well with the fact that I think what helped us in resort, um, and I think it's important for families, is to kind of go with the flow a little bit. Like mm. I'm a real routine person. I like my kids to run to their routine as much as they can because they thrive better in that. But in Lanzarote, we really went with the flow with them. You know, if a nap wasn't happening, no worries, we'll figure it out. If there had to be an earlier bedtime because they didn't snooze that's okay we'll order in food like we really just we did it to their terms um and it just meant everything much more relaxing it was yeah. it just couldn't have went better genuinely <laughs> couldn't have great yeah and I, and I didn't think I'd say that with two babies on her first holiday but they were great <laughs> sounds like a great, great result all around yeah. yeah 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 it was good like and I think going somewhere we knew really well is important so if someone's there, if you're ever nervous if anyone listening is nervous about traveling with your kids for the first time like go somewhere you know go somewhere you've been before that you're familiar with that you're taking that stress away that when you get there you have to go to spar to get the yogurts but where's spar do you know like yeah. we knew where everything was mm-hmm. and I think that really made a huge difference yeah because like we've done a podcast a separate one just on the fact that people often go back to the same place more than once, twice, three times, in my case, probably to suggest 20 times. Uh, and that's because, you know, it ticks the boxes 
and holidays are important and if it's worked once or twice or three times or more it's likely to continue working so if you have kids with you you don't have kids with you what's the difference I know I know that's it and like to be honest like on our family bucket list is a cruise but I'm going to wait until next year, but there's so many reasons I'm dying to bring my kids on a cruise. (laughs) So we're going to do Lanzarote again this year because we know it. And then from next year, when they're a little bit more and they can enjoy all the wonderful things about cruising, because I'm a huge cruise fan, as you guys know, (laughs) um, that will be the next on the list. Because again, it's another easy, easy, great value holiday. It is like, and I think like that I can talk about, not that I have the kids piece, but that (laughs) that I have a lot of the product knowledge Mm. from the cruise lines around families and cruising and so many people when you suggest it to them as a holiday when they say to you look we've the, we've kids what do you think even the other even Saturday morning like I was in the pool and one of the guys he's he's an 18 year old daughter and I think they have a three year old or a two year old bit of an age gap there <laughs> but uh, you <laughs> yes. know he was saying what do you think and I said I would do a cruise you know and yeah. the others in the, you know in the dressing rooms were starting to listen in and going really with kids you know, and I said it is the perfect, perfect holiday because mm-hmm. the kids clubs on the cruises, the cruise lines and, and, and Kathleen, you can talk about this. Mm-hmm. They effectively give over an entire deck to the children and they will have kids clubs for the kids kind of like from three months to three years, the babies, the infants. Yeah. And they're totally kind of minded and cosseted. Sometimes the parents have to be there with them, sometimes not. And they have babysitting options for them. Then they have another kids club for the four to seven year olds or the four to eight year olds and then eight to 12 and 12 to 15 and then the teenagers. And because like we all like to be at that age with our own age group, it is just the best option. And then yeah. the pools on the cruise lines, like, you know, the, the pools are always on the top deck. So like the kids area tends to be one of the one of the decks in the main body of the ship with all of the activities, all age appropriate and all with really, really well trained staff. And there's some great cooperations between the cruise lines and different brands. Like I know MSC cooperate with, uh, is it is it Chico or Kiko? G- I'm Chico, not quite sure yeah, how, how you yeah. say that, but that, that great infant brand with Lego, uh, with with other brands that are geared to that audience. Um, and then like on, on the pool deck, away from the kind of areas where the adults are with the, the pools and the, the hot tubs, the kids generally have in the newer ships these splash areas, these yeah. water splash areas that are mm, just oh no. out of this world yeah. with the, the baskets that fall over and dunk them with water. <laughs> and again, it is such a safe environment. Um, the European market and cruising with families is phenomenal and it's the value piece because the cruise lines offer incredible value for families like they have all of that level of entertainment the parents are entertained the ship is moving so depending on the age of the child like you know you have interesting day trips and city visits and port stops for all age groups it might be a beach stop it might be a city stop it could be anything you know, like I think I think cruise and family holidays are just it. And Kathleen, you're obviously yeah. so oh, looking forward because yeah. you're you're such a cruise head <laughs> in terms of product like, knowledge. That's the truth. And to be honest, like one from my own personal holidays, I just adore cruises. And then obviously in the industry that I'm in, I get to see all the amazing ships. So I've been looking at what cruises do for families for a lot of years. And I've seen it firsthand. And I've always wanted to bring my family on a cruise because as you mentioned, Paul, the kids clubs for starters, they're like nothing you've ever seen. They are absolutely out of this world. Like a couple of months back, we went on MSC Virtuoso. I was with Paul there and, mm. some of the guys, and Jill and some of the guys from the team. And I remember we were talking to one of the um, 
the the childminders in the the baby club again yeah. I was straight to the baby room to see the sus and like I just couldn't get over how fabulous the space was but also the fact that like I'd be a bit like oh I've never you know given my kids to a kids club but you can if you're nervous about that as well you can stay with them and play mm-hmm. they can be with their friends like they'd make so much friends on these amazing ships and like the facilities on board as they get bigger to enjoy from the slides and mm. you know the splash zones that you mentioned like there's just so much and I think from like a mammy perspective reining it into the mammy perspective here and uh, when it comes to the likes of picky eating or exactly. feeling bored yeah. that's never going to happen on a cruise no, no, so no. that's like a big stress for parents you know what are my kids going to eat I can't get them to eat x y and z my child lives on chips or nuggets or whatever you hear all yeah. things like you're all catered for on a cruise there's going to be something that they love whether it's in one of the amazing buffets um, or in main dining or you know any of the specialty restaurants yeah. like there's it's just a fantastic choice um so from that perspective i think it's brilliant for families as well and i just think they'll never be bored you know i think going to the teen and years I think, I think your point about the food is really great because you know there you go to a hotel with kids even if it is multi-restaurant it won't compare to a ship no in terms of the hours of opening uh what they will do for you the room service functionality the speciality dining the babysitting um, exactly the the entertainment yeah. right up to the evening time right up to 10 p.m 11 p.m 12 p.m four kids it is just the ideal holiday and like that's it as an adult with no kids i'm often on ships and i'm absolutely amazed how many kids are on the ship because yeah. you just don't bump into them in the in the kind no. of adult piece of the cruise um and yet the families like you meet the parents a wine tasting or something else alcohol related sorry you can see the pattern but you know th- then you're talking to them about their kids and how much they've been doing this for years and, and the kids just absolutely love it and and a great holiday option in terms of the food the entertainment the accommodation and and touching on the accommodation more of the cabins are getting more family friendly like there's bunk beds with a separate sleeping area and a curtain to cover it off like it's not all just confined to the standard size cabin there's some great things some great innovation by the likes of Royal Caribbean and Norwegian around kids MSC also in terms of making making the cabins more family friendly larger Mm. more spacious as Kathleen was talking about so it really is really is a great holiday option Definitely high on my bucket list and hopefully now 24 will be the year that we do it because I just know my two would love it. They'd love the attention off the staff. Like (laughs) crew staff are amazing to the adults. Like they make you feel so special. So imagine what they do with the kids. Like they're just amazing. And even in all the shows and the entertainment, like I could just even picture them bopping around with their little little bounce and they just love it. They would. (laughs) They'd adore it just as much as I would. And as you mentioned earlier as well, like the ports of call as your kids get bigger and seeing places that you never would see and giving your your kids the chance to experience that mm. so young as they grow up in life like that's that's lifelong memories they're never going to forget that um yeah. and just all that combined with the value of it like yeah. it's it's a win-win i i just yeah big so, big cruise fan so i'm going to combine the two now next year telling you. <laughs> so like there is like on the website like jill and between that and between the sales team like the, the team are really well versed like there's loads of parents on the on the sales team who have kids of different ages um our property choice is really comprehensive around yeah. the family whether it's cruise or whether it's what Kathleen did with the Costa Sal and Lanzarote the filters are there to yeah. make life simple so the lots knowledge of different like family holidays yeah. or options for families like whether it be water parks or absolutely water slides 
maybe the all-inclusive option if they want to have yeah. kind of a better grip on the budget for the holiday. Mm. There's so much that we can assist with. So yeah. like I'd love if the families, you know, pick up the phone, talk to the team, yeah. ask to speak to somebody who has kids or who has knowledge of those destinations. Because across the team, we have a huge amount of knowledge around it. And, and they're able to help you, Kathleen, in terms of planning. Yes. And they're able to help loads of our customers because I think it is the sort of thing. It's a big deal, especially the first time traveling with kids. Yeah. So, you know, listen to the podcast, read the blogs, listen to what the other people are saying, the reviews about the property, talk to us, talk to the team and start really pushing for advice because like you can just get onto the website and book it. That's great. We're delighted if that's the case. But if you need more help in terms of first time family travellers, first time with the kids or the different age groups or the kids in different age groups, what's going to be appropriate, what destinations, we really, that's that's where we come into our own and click and go in terms of product knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Great. So thanks very much for joining us today, Kathleen, and sharing, us, yes. sharing with us thanks, your experience. Um, it was great to have you on again. Thank I you. I love the Delighted. enthusiasm. I just love the enthusiasm. <laughs> and I love that the holidays are now as brilliant and as important and that everything went as well with the two kids cause for the I first know. time. And it's a whole other level of excitement. Oh, Because you just, didn't just great. go one step. Like you took, you took the first holiday with two kids because it was like a post-COVID <laughs> A two and a half yeah. year old and a one year old. You could you could write the book on this. Yeah, I don't even know why I was so scared. It went perfectly. <laughs> Actually, just can't complain. Brilliant. They were so good. good They're definitely good. my kids. They love the travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we love. We love to hear that. Great. Well, thanks very much for joining us today, and thank you as well, Paul. Thanks a million, Jill. Thanks, thanks guys. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And if you'd like to follow us on our social channels, we are on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. We are also now on TikTok, so you can follow us there. Thanks a million for listening. Bye bye. All the best. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.